Okay, everybody, welcome to the Three Tokers podcast, your source for cannabis news, views, and lifestyle. I'm joined here by Bradley. How you doing, brother? Finally good, bro. I hope you two are good, too. And Michael. What's up, Mike? What's up? I'm well. Good. Good, good, good. good. And you, Sean? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. About to uh, blaze up here a little bit and uh, get into the podcast. I got a few topics go. here to talk about today. Most oh, definitely. I... Yeah. Did you guys write down any topics for the podcast? I've got a I've oh, got yeah. the... I didn't. Oh, well, that's okay. I've got a good, yeah. I've got a good structure on how to do one, though. I will eventually get around to it. There that's you go. All right. Me and me and Sean should have plenty of topics for you to join in on conversation. Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah. what's on the agenda then, Sean, after the, the hit? Sorry, I was taking a hit. Um, well, I thought we could talk about this irradiated weed controversy. Do you know about this? Is this from the commercial? Yeah, yeah. So, so in Canada, okay, so this is common in the food industry. They use heat radiation, basically, a type of ionizing radiation to blast um, mold and mildew off of crops. And so for they think for people with uh, severely compromised immune systems who use cannabis as medicine, that mold and mildew is so dangerous that they've started mitigating for it by ionized radiating the crop, ionization radiating the, the, the cannabis crop before you smoke it. <clears throat> now, I found some scientific studies that seem to indicate that the only um, bad thing that happens when you do that is you lose some of the terpene profile. Doesn't seem to affect the CBD or the THC content at all. Doesn't seem to affect the flavor, or at least people report that it doesn't but it might affect the, ter- the amount of terpenes that are in the, the final bud. I-, I think the big problem is that when they use the word radiation, people think of gamma radiation or, or nuclear radiation, yeah, which is a different kind of radiation. I mean, all, all, all energy is radiation, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, it's a big controversy. Some people are saying, you know, that it's dangerous. They believe it's dangerous. Some, even though we think it, you know, scientifically we think it's safe. And now, you know, is it the purpose nowadays to find more pro- or terpenes than rather than to destroy them? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But if you're giving, you know, the question is, how safe does the medicine have to be? I mean, if you're giving it to a patient with a chronically ill patient with a severely compromised immune system. It can't have mold or mildew on it Most because definitely. it could give them a lung infection. Oh, yeah. And especially somebody <clears throat> with my immune system, if I were to, you know, consume the same thing because I have asthma, it probably wouldn't be good in the long run. I don't know. I mean, I, for me, it's like why if you grow clean weed and the other problem is that I grow in living soil now and they're saying that on a commercial level, a lot of living soil grows don't pass testing because there's too much 
um, mycelium residue on the flower or something. Whoa. So from that from that point of view, I think that's a damn shame because then you're 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 back to getting stuck in hydro and door and this whole. Yeah, but only if you're commercial, but, really. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it because you you're happy with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true, okay. but it it it's it'd be nice to buy or be able to buy organic weed on the market. Well, so that's, that was, that's my thing. Question, Sean, was is it is it segregated or is it just fucking all of it? It's, well, in Canada, it's all of it. So, so the shit that just goes on the shelf like that's already had it done to it and that. Yeah, yeah I'm not into that. I'd like the option, like Mike saying now, what if you're not comfy? I'd like the option of having it with the fucking mycelium. Fuck it. Well, isn't that the <laughs> way of? Isn't that the? Wouldn't that be the way of them trying to take the jobs away from farmers in that aspect because of them using living soil and you know, etc. Like, is that not a thing? Because why? Why? For one, why not go organic? I mean, it seems to be the way to go, just because of how pure and fresh it can be. Um, and and you don't get those like. PGRs, you'll get, etc. You know all the metals. You're just—it's natural. It's not. So I don't know. Well, I, you can plant that. organic plants can uptake heavy metals from the soil just as as in the same way that it can in a synthetic environment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that's good knowledge. I mean, I for me, for me, the real reason to go organic. Well, we're kind of changing the subject to synthetic versus organic which was also on my list <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't rush it sean don't rush it yeah no no don't you're rush good. It. but you know going back to the irradiated herb you know the question is why does all the herb have to be treated this way you know what i mean like yeah why, why can't the market why can't the market decide i think if if they let us put out OMRI certified organic weed, people would want it. Of course they would. That's why when Mike was saying that, then is it going to kind of slowly push the organic farmers out? And I'm thinking, not really, because right, there might be a massive percentage of people who want this fucking radiated shit, but there's going to be a massive percentage who only want organic also. <clears throat> yeah. There will always be a market for it, won't there? Surely. Yeah. Yeah, if they let it happen. The question is, are they going to mandate that all the herb be irradiated at the federal level? Fuck it. Go back to the, go back to the black market. I want to buy it. Yeah, but then you know less about your herb than you do if you buy it on the... At least if you buy it on the legal market, you pay, you pay a markup, but you know it's got a provenance, right? You know where it was grown. You know who grew it. There's some kind of regulation. I get that. I get that. Yeah, but it's like I'd fucking buy, I'll buy it off you. Because like you say, that's it. It's like everyone knows someone who's fucking cropping, don't they? It's like, well, I know yeah, this guy. Yeah, at this point. I don't fuck about with his weed and I know this guy consumes it himself, so. Mm -hmm. Right. Plus, you can you can go around and for 10 bucks, you can press a free five into rosin. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, man. You need to get that rolling, Sean. Yeah, yeah. that's the scam, right? You, you can use me. my 
Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a loophole, bro. You'll have me living there. Wrap it if you do that. Bondo. <laughs> the bad, the bad reviews. Obviously, you've gone deep and found out the good side of it as well. But everything I've seen on this radiator, it's all been negative. Yeah, negative. No yeah. one's. Why is it? So is it not happening in America? That then is it only Canada? Oh uh, well, it's happening in to almost all of the herb in Canada, but it's happening in in Massachusetts in the USA and 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 some other places, I believe. Yeah. Well, there are I'm other sure. ways. There are other things they do, like washing in a in solutions and stuff like that, to try to get rid of the mold and mildew instead, but. I don't, that just contradicts, like, you shouldn't be getting fucking moisture on your flower. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but the you... washing, washing oh, is actually, a, washing is actually a practice that a lot of uh, reputable growers do. Really? Yeah, yeah, because there's dust on your herb, and it takes the dust off of it, makes it smoke cleaner. It's got to be taking something else off. Surely, fucking hell. Don't that damage the fucking turps or nothing or the... No, I don't no. think so. They're too sticky. Ah, okay. Oh. Yeah. You live and mm. learn. Definitely around shop. Yeah. So... Most definitely. Well, you got, almost got into it earlier, but what's... Yeah. You know, what's your guys' opinion on synthetic versus organic? Well, I'll go ahead and say that I got rid of my synthetic uh, formulas. And I am now in a soil bed with organic soil, living soil. So there's that. And I'll just, I'll honestly... It's kind of hard for me to tell because I'm still in the early stages, but I just feel more relieved in my personal opinion that I will be doing quote unquote organic. And what, but what are you relieved about specifically? Like what, 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 what are the benefits of going organic? Because you actually know what you're putting into your soil, you know, like, it's it's clear as day in front of you like for instance worm castings it, it's simply that's simply what it is it's worm casting you amend it into the soil and you know that you're putting that fresh organic like worm casting straight into the soil you know especially like even stuff like coconut flakes works and you know that's organic mm -hmm. so I, I, mean, I well obviously i've only tried i've tried I've tried one auto flower organically, didn't master it, shit results. And now I'm trying one auto flower now on the flip, which is cocoa and synthetics, and it's flying, which I fucking hate. Yeah. So you hate? Why, why is that? The old plant experience, you know what I mean? You can't really take that from it, but from just them two. It's the same equipment, the same light, same blah, blah, same environment. Got the all attempts and the humidity is dialed in exactly the same. And 
this one auto flower seems to be fucking flying. I've not had a patch of yellow on it yet. Um, and I'm gut, which is mad because I want to be happy that it's flying, but mm-hmm. not that I managed to knuckle down with the, uh, the organics. But the thing that got me with the organics, it's not even like, yeah, you're growing it organically. Like the process is completely different from what I've educated myself on. Like when you're synthetics and cocoa, you're feeding the like you're feeding the roots, but when you're organic, you're feeding the soil, and then the plant takes what it needs. You can't, mm-hmm. it can't over. Or I don't know if it can or can't, but what I'm ready, it doesn't overindulge and it doesn't underindulge. You know, like it it dials in. Yeah. Well, like you say, yeah, you I treat- think that's true within reason. Now you you can add you can add too much of a particular ingredient to organic soil. Like if you put too much bad guano in, for example, it'll, the soil will get too hot and kill the plants. So uh, right. you can, yeah, you, you can oh, create no. a soil. Don, I fucked it up, bro. This is why I, I might've done something like that. And with no education, I'm thinking, what the fuck's, why is it? Don't get me wrong. I ended up getting to the end of it and managing to smoke it, but it was fucking from my yeah. standard. Smoking garbage, but it was nice to smoke my own. But like I say, fingers yeah. crossed, it, eat this dialed in, then I'm going to end up with a fucking might get two ounce off this plant. Mm-hmm. Now, know? some people like to grow uh, synthetically because they think it's more simple and they don't have to worry so much about keeping up with the soil and etc they just pr- pretty much just dump it or if they feel they can keep it you know yeah but like that's the thing in it like with the with the cocoa and the the soil it's everything shows quicker or you can redeem it a bit quicker with the synthetics kind of like it's up but with the organics it's like like a delayed mm-hmm. like problems a bit later and then and then you think you fit and then when you try fixing it you might have fixed it but because it's taking so long to like like the extra few days you're still thinking i've not done it right that's how i that's my what i did anyway do you know what i mean but yeah. with this like you say whenever you've not done enough or out with the cold call it shows through the plant instantly so you can just well that needs a bit of cow mag or you know which I'm slowly picking up, but like I said, I've not really learned much from this fucker because it's flying. Yeah. I've just, yeah well, that's fine. I've just... Yeah, I'm exactly. Just, there's, there's no complaint I'm, there. That's obviously... And so I'm not so much learning from it. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, nothing's going wrong. Touch what it stays like that, but... Yeah. I'd love the no, dialing on the organics. I'd love, I'd love that. So... My understanding from a scientific perspective, from watching Mr. Grow It, and he had an interview, and I forget the name of uh, the gentleman, but he was saying that um, the belief that that organics have like a stronger odors and better flavors is founded in science because the when the some it's some it's something to do with the carbon chain atoms and how they how they take up nutrients from the soil so that they think that the that the that the terpenes are almost stronger in organics so from a quality perspective that's the one thing that i've found 
from a growing perspective, I actually think organics are simpler than synthetics, which have complicated feeding charts. But like in my organic grow, I'm just top dressing at the at the flip. You know, I'm I'm I put I got myself a super soil and I did the whole vegetation phase in that. I top dressed at, at the flip to flower and I'm gonna let it run. Yeah. So that's I super mean, simple. Like I only fertilize one time in the whole plant life cycle. And yeah. it's just one fertilization product that's a compound product, you know, that I sprinkle on top. Sorry to jump yeah. in, Sean. That's when obviously when I tried that first plant in in the uh, the soil, all the research I've done up until that point was I was thinking, as based sorry, I'll go back a bit, but when I first started, I was think I was watching all these videos and how technical it was, and I thought, and no one created a soil yet where you just have to water it. Obviously, they having it, I ended up getting one. So I ended up getting that soul hum living soil. So I was like, that's right. So now you gotta do pH water and feed it. And then that's when I got so that's the process I'm in at the point when I was at on the last one. So then when yeah. it wasn't working, I'm thinking. I've not done no research on how to pull it out of shit if it doesn't work, do you know what I mean? So it just I just let it run and run and it was oh it was shocking. And then and then I got to a point where I was scared to do anything to it. You know what I mean? A lot to I'm not there to give it any water, I don't want to turn the light up or everything. I just like froze with it and it it went like basically what I'm saying, it went the polar polar opposite way to what I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> I'm just gonna Yeah the naive way I'm going to put it in there I'm going to put the right soil in that's going to be nutritious and all I've got to do is feed it no 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 oh, but all oh, that was it so then obviously it got to it started getting older it started running out of the nutrients started yellowing and then I've not got nothing now I've got no top so I've got no dry amendments for that at this point do you know what I mean I'm thinking I've not bought no castings no 444 whatever he says and 282 and all this shit I'm, I'm like shit so then I'm just thinking I'm just letting it and I just let it run because I got naive that it will do seed to flower do you know what I mean this is what the advertisement yeah. was doing. like you might have to um, amend it two weeks towards the end maybe or something in it and all man this got to like before it even got into flower it looked, it looked like it was lacking newts but then I'm thinking and have I overwatered it and locked it out? Oh, yeah. Or just in a... Oh, yeah. yeah, overwatering it is usually the mistake that, that new growers make. I get around that by using sub-irrigated planting. So... You're sure, mate. That's yeah. the dream. That would have been the next thought for me. He's like, right, now you got the soil. Like, I'll do it, do it where I don't overfeed it. And this is again, this is that like yours will like take what it needs, in it? Yeah, basically, yeah. Perfect. Now, how much was each earth box? Uh, forty dollars, which is about I don't know, thirty or thirty-two uh pounds. Oh, it a bit dearer than that. They're pretty big, aren't they? Yeah, you have to pay some shipping, but it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, how, how much ga how many gallons of, is it? 
Uh, well, it holds three gallons of water in the reservoir and a cubic uh, and a bag of soil, basically. Okay, I got soil. I got you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll ever try more than one plant at a time anyway. I've... It's not worth Well, they're risk. designed for one plant at a time. I just run oh. two in them because I think... Oh, oh if, the more the merrier. <laughs> well... If I'm running two, my concern is that the root mass will be too small for the volume and size of the plant. So yeah. this is an experiment. So far in the vegetative stage, it's been fine. Whether it's fine in the flowering stage or not will be a will be another question. But <clears throat> technically speaking, I should have two more earth boxes in there. But I think yeah. it's going to be I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, I think they're doing beautiful. I mean, the size of the trunks are already amazing. So, but yeah, like you said, I mean, you might run into that issue. Um, if, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, Here on yeah. the three tokers. Um, yeah. If one, if one of your plants got ill, could it pass it on through the root systems and not? Yeah, if they get like a, a a viroid or something, then then it can spread through the whole tent very rapidly. Yeah, for sure. Old old tent. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, right. Oh, so right. That don't really matter, then, does it? Mate. So, what are you looking at now, then? How how are they looking? What day are you on now, then? Have they changed? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've grown. Um, I'm on day six of flower, and yeah. we're at the point <clears throat> we're at the point where they're stretching, so they get noticeable growth. Um, you know, every day you can see the growth. Now, for our listeners, can you go ahead and describe like how tall they are? And- yeah, sure. Because um, I know they're super tall. I know they are a lot. There they are. Beautiful. So this is the Liberty Haze on the left, and this is the Gorilla Glue on the right. Um, and so the trellis netting is about eight inches off of the base of the plant. We got another almost foot of growth now above the trellis so i'm finally yeah and some of these fan leaves are bigger than your hand they really build out that tent yeah like you barely have any space look like a proper youtuber show (laughs) yeah yeah it's been fun documenting it for people too you know Speaking of, if you're just tuning in, he also has a YouTube called Another Grow Show. Dial into that. You will learn a lot, I promise you. <laughs> Educated Sean, in it? Yeah. <clears throat> what you boys smoking on? Um, some juggernaut. Juggernaut. Yeah. Still smoking on this cherry runts. It's got a little white rhino mixed in with it. That juggernaut uh, is a cross between BC hash plant and space queen. Ooh. Yeah. 
So and and man, I wish you guys could smell it. Like it Folks, smells ex- exactly like like it's it should, man. It's real earthy, fresh cure. I mean, it, you you can tell that fresh cure because the terpenes are nice and cloudy. That's the that's the other shit thing as well. I was just thought I was gonna say before. What's that? Like the the uh, the drying and the curing. There's still loads of time to fuck up, isn't there, even after you've grew the fuckers. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. oh, oh it's yeah. a joke. That's that's it, honestly the most important part is the uh, drying and curing. Takes the pits. It, it can be an unforgiving process, too, because there's always mildew and mold lurking around the corner. Oh, shit. Yeah. Speaking of mildew and mold, uh, for the outdoor growers here where we are, including myself, we'll be experimenting outdoors this year. Just waiting on that last frost, man. Well, have you still got frost? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the perks of living in the state that I live in, is that you get the best of both worlds. All uh, right, okay. Yeah. So just like, for instance, here it's like 38 degrees at nighttime, and in the morning it's like 67, or like during the day it's 67 or 80 degrees. So that's pretty much like 26 Celsius. Yeah, that's a good number, that. Yeah. But that's during the day, and then it drops down to, I couldn't tell you how many Celsius at night. <laughs> put, just put a quilt around them. Just keep them warm. Nah, if it was that easy. <laughs> well, that's what you do with fig, that's what you do with fig plants. And it yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, you just wrap them with some kind mm-hmm. of agricultural fabric or, or wrapping. You know what I mean? Well, one of you boys could be millionaires if you're coming up with this shit. <laughs> See what I'm gonna do is gonna what I'm gonna do. Does it rain there a lot through the good period? Like say when you grow, like when do you start throwing them outside, March, April. Yeah, that's yeah. the rainiest season, but it doesn't rain as much as it does in England. No, I was gonna say because, like, why don't like. In umbrellas, in it. Why? Why umbrellas for the fucking outdoor plant or thing, other than the fucking greenhouse? Oh well, I mean, that's a, yeah. I would make a. I would make a greenhouse. I would part me. You know what I mean? Come on, <laughs> plant umbrella. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm half laughing, but I'm half serious as well. Like I know. No, oh, shit, umbrellas are too susceptible to wind. Like a, wind like a cocktail stick, like them cocktail umbrellas. Boom, right next to your plant there, and it's just covered over the over the rainy bit, in it? Can I make a can I make a suggestion about your get rich quick schemes? Maybe don't <laughs> launch them on the podcast. Nah, come on, nah, come on. <laughs> because now they're completely not copyrighted. They're just <laughs> out there. <laughs> I'm too lazy, I'll never get around to doing it. So if anybody yeah, maybe up on that and maybe one rich. of the listeners will give you a fiver for you for the yeah. idea when then they're in there. You make it. I want so, to Sean, I have Sean. I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever grown autos? No, I have not. I've only grown photo periods. Okay. 
So let's let's go ahead and ask you this. Have you ever grown photos, uh, Bradley? No, I've, I've grown one shit auto flower and now I'm growing the second one and that's literally all I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's... Hey, you've grown both, Michael? I I personally have not grown both. Um, But my brother-in-law, I have sat next to him and watched the growth of his photo. I won't okay. say I did any hands-on work, but it was cool to watch just because of how long the process takes. Now, uh-huh. mind you, my auto flowers did finish before his photo. <laughs> Uh-huh. So he was like, man, he was because he didn't know what seeds I had. And when I was documenting it, he was like, man, what the hell is going on? Like, why is why is your plant growing so fast? I was like, it's an auto. He was like, what is auto? And I just broke down everything mm. for him. He was like, well, man, if I teach you how to grow photos, will you teach me how to grow autos? And that's basically what we're doing, man, is putting our knowledge oh, cool. together and, you know, teaching each other ways of the growth. <laughs> there you go. Documenting nature science is what he calls it. Yeah. Back when I first got into growing, autoflower genetics were nothing to write home about. Yeah. And I'm a quality hound, so I'm always chasing the quality, you know what I mean? And it was just not something that really interested me. I didn't care that photo periods were more complicated or took more work. But now they say the autoflower genetics are real nice and some of the gassiest weed that you can get. So um, I'd be willing Depending to do more genetics. Yeah, it's all about the genetics, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to do an auto flower run if you guys want to see one in that tent. Most definitely. Am I? Yeah. Uh, do, you, uh, do you follow a guy called Yield, Yield Sauce on YouTube? No. Fuck me, mate. Look what he can do with auto flowers. They look like photo periods, mate. Do they? Like four, five, six foot tall. Like the ridiculous. Like, he, I don't know how the fuck he does it in the veg. I don't know what he does. Go on, just huh. even 10 minutes on one of his on one of his videos. You'll be like, that is not an auto flower. It's yeah. up light. It's up to his fucking light in the roof of his tent, man. You're like, what the fuck is that? Mm. That's how Mr. Connects grows are, and as well as Dr. Otto's. Yeah, I, I, I like Mr. Canuck's fucking crafty grows, like his little cupboard. Little cupboard. That's where I learned a lot of my information from because I did a I did a closet grow this past run, and it actually did well. It just it didn't yield how I wanted it to. I what on my first on my first try, I wanted to literally just follow it step by step, but couldn't even get one part of the ingredients to use that um, guy agree, and I can I couldn't find that shit anywhere over there. Hmm. Yeah. like he's, and then it like so it's like I've got, I can't really follow what he's doing step by step because I've not got what he's got do you know what I mean yeah lots of information out there isn't it it's a bit overwhelming yeah it can be the best thing to there's do loads is just... of, there's loads of information and it's hard to tell what's real and what's not sometimes unless you do further research so there's that 
Was, they know, always say the the best way to learn how to grow is to get in there and do it yourself. Yeah, I was going to say that a minute ago, but what I tend to do, like, <clears throat> you just, you can see the results, can't you? Like, when they're growing it, like, so it's like, well, this guy's clearly worth following. This guy don't really get out wrong. That's how I dissect who I try and learn off. And, like, I try keeping it to, like, three people, but before you know it, you're following, like, 45 different people. <laughs> and they're just telling you contradicting stuff. Like Mike said, the best way to do it is just fucking stick it in there and see what happens, innit? Yeah. <laughs> I like I doing research over, first. But... I'd love to be over there where I could fucking grow loads without worrying. So, like you say, me, just try one at a time. It's not going gonna, not gonna to get much education. Yeah, like I say, well, if, I think you will. I mean, we can only grow four plants legally. No, yeah, but it, it's... What I'm saying is like if you've got a if you've got a tent with ten in it, there's ten different aspects to be looking at all the time, isn't there? Like with one, it's just like this is just doing this. But if you've got like you say you've got a tent of ten, yeah. well, I'm killing it. That one looks a bit dead. That was a slow burn, or that or just yeah. pure to look at at the same one time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, say the way I do it, I just one plant at a time, just it's not far nothing. It's just so I can smoke my own shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not going to be yeah. making millions off a plant every fucking bottom of the <laughs> No, no. And if you want to be smoking it, you want it to taste, smell, and smoke good. Yeah, and just that as well. And then you bring a few of the boys around to fucking test your shit out, man. That's... Yeah, because you, you, you always need a second opinion, right? Yeah, that, like you said, that first that, that first plant I tried, I didn't even fucking bother telling anybody even had it. Like, once I was smoking it, I was like, I'm not even showing that to no one. I'll wait till That's the next how one. I would. <laughs> so, yeah. see how this pans out, and then, fuck it, stick up <laughs> on it, maybe, innit? If you get the knack for it. Keep on learning. Get a tent set up at Sean's house. <laughs> In, international growing there you go yeah virtual anything well, else luckily I was gonna say luckily I had my brother-in-law come through man if not I mean I I had invested in him so he took his time out and returned the favor and you know, I never expect that so the fact that I didn't expect it and it came back that was that was pretty cool that's the reason why it came back, Mike. When you expect shit, it don't happen. Yeah, I'm not that one either. No, don't do shit to get it back. Nope, most definitely not. Alrighty. What else do we have, Sean? I think we... I'm sorry, Sean, but how have you not been giving me any shit yet? How <laughs> I've just reminded you, I don't know. I'm glad I didn't watch that. Fucking hell. I watched it. Did you watch it? Was it all in the second yeah. half as well? Well, they scored one in the first half and they scored six in the second. Oh, okay. Sheesh, man. Hey, my, oh, I don't know. Anyway. I am. <laughs> I was going to give you a pass, man. 
<laughs> Seven nil deserves it. It was it was rough. It was that rough is. for United that day. The only, way, the only way that could have been worse is if it was Leeds. I don't even think that would have been worse. You can't get worse than yeah. Liverpool. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, boys, is that that for this episode? I think we're good to go. And we'll see you guys again in a week or less. Our plan is to release weekly. So uh, stay tuned. And thanks for tuning in. This has been the Three Tokers. Take it easy, Bradley. I've got a surprise to show you on the next one as well. So, All right. All right. Nice. All right, Michael. Have a nice night. Everybody be well. Peace. Peace out. Thank you.